What's up, everybody? I'm Bob Walters. Welcome to the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up. It is a special edition. It is the Big East Tournament Preview Edition of the Weekend Wrap-Up. We are going to take you through one of my favorite weeks of the year, Big East Tournament Week, Championship Week, into Selection Sunday, into the opening day of the baseball season. Winter has come to an end. It's a my birthday in a month. It's a beautiful time of the year. Welcome to the show, everybody. Bob Walters here. It is the Big East Tournament Preview, the Locked Up Sports Weekend Wrap-Up Big East Tournament Preview. And we're going to break down the whole thing for you right here in the next about 20, 30 minutes and get you ready for the Big East Tournament Wednesday through Saturday. It is on, if you haven't gone to the Big East Tournament, get there. I highly suggest it. It's a good time. It's not that expensive if you go in the early days. In the first two days, good times. Definitely worth whatever it is. I just had somebody message me, ask me if I was going. I'm going Thursday, day, and night session. So if you're there, I will see you there. Um, I suggest going. Like I said, if you can't go and you're watching on TV, it starts Wednesday, 3 o'clock, FS1. FS1 carries Wednesday through Friday through the semifinals. The final is Saturday, 6.30 on Fox. Saturday, 6.30 on Fox. A ticket to the NCAA tournament will be punched. There are probably, there's five teams going. Maybe you get a sleeper. This team, this tournament has that kind of, you know, feel to it where you might just get somebody coming out of nowhere. I don't think it's going to be out of nowhere. I'll explain that in a minute. But it happens a lot in this tournament. We've seen it with uh, Jerry McNamara and Syracuse. We've seen it with Georgetown two years ago. We've seen it, of course, with Kemba Walker and UConn. And he rode that one all the way to a national championship in one of the great runs of all time. One of the great marches of all time for any school. They weren't even, UConn wasn't even going to make the NCAA tournament. They needed to win the Big East just to get in. And they rode Kemba Walker all the way to a national title on Monday night in early April. The announcers you get for Fox Sports, they, they give you the best. He is, I, I say he's the Doc Emmerich of college basketball, or he's the Doc Emmerich of whatever he does, because he did football and he does college football. Gus Johnson on the call for Fox Sports 1, for Fox Sports. He'll be there Saturday night for the final. He'll be there Wednesday afternoon for St. John's Butler. So you get one of the best if not the best college basketball announcer in the country, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. He's better than Nance. Nance, Nance has pictures of somebody somewhere that he's the number one guy because Iron Eagle's better than him. And, and Gus Johnson's better than him. And he just gets the number one, you know, I'm not even going to get into that, but it is big East tournament week. Like I said, one of the better weeks of the year, one of my favorite weeks, uh, you have, Five teams in this conference that are that are going to the tournament. Okay, they're going to go win or lose this week. They will go Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, UConn, and Providence. They're all in the tournament. They're going to get at-large bids. It's going to be a five-team league for the Big East, barring one of uh, somebody besides one of those five teams winning the tournament this week. Can it happen? I do. I think it can. I think there's one school that can do it. And I think it's Villanova, and I'm going to go over that in a little bit. 
The first team all-conference, first team all-Big East team was named. We're going to give you that right now. Uh, you got the guards. You got Jordan Hawkins from UConn, Tyler Kolek from Marquette, and Soli Bohm from Xavier. The Xavier kid is probably the best of the guards in the conference. The forwards, you got Sonogo from UConn, who's been there. He feels like he's been there forever. He's a big kid, bangs down low, good on the boards, big player for UConn, going to be a big player in this tournament. He, he's going to be a big reason if UConn can win Saturday night. And the other forward on the first team All-Big East is Bryce Hopkins, the forward from Providence. The center is Kolkbrenner, Ryan Kolkbrenner from Creighton. That's your first team All-Big East regular season team. And there you go. You got those five guys, and they're all going to play crucial roles for their school as to whether or not they could lead their school to a championship on Saturday night. Now, as far as the brackets go, you got Marquette is the is the number one team. Marquette, Marquette has never won a Big East tournament. Okay, this 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 tournament's been dominated recently by Villanova. You know, prior to that, you had Syracuse had a dominating era. UConn had a dominating era. The Big East is a, is a you know it, it had some all time coaches. All-time players. It had some all-time runs. You know, Ray Allen, Allen Iverson back in the day, Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen, you know, names like that. That's the old Big East. The Big East then kind of dissolved. They reformed it as a basketball conference, and that's where you get schools like Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, Butler, DePaul, stuff like that. And to be honest with you, the, the, the power structure in this conference has moved away from the East Coast and into the center of the country as you have the top three schools, Marquette, Xavier, and Creighton are the one, two, and three seeds in this tournament. Marquette's the top 10 team in the country, 25-6 and six overall, 17-3 and three in the conference. They're winners of six in a row coming in. They're playing real well. They are the favorite. They are the Vegas, the odds makers favorite to win the tournament. They're the number one seed. Number one seeds don't always fare so well, though. Last year was Providence. Providence made it to Friday night. Semifinal got beat handily by Creighton, who then lost to Villanova. As I said, this, it's been a Villanova kind of era here. Five of seven. And... They're the most interesting team in this tournament this week, and I'll get to that in a second. Marquette, you got Chaka Smart, the old VCU coach, the guy who took VCU out of nowhere to the Final Four. He then he then springboarded that into a job at Texas. Was disappointing at Texas. He's now in his second year at Marquette, and he's got the program back on track. Number one seed in the Big East tournament. Regular season champions. And possibly even a deep run into the NCAA tournament. Those VCU teams that he took, I mean, listen, they, they came out of nowhere. That was mid-major. You know, that was the, them and the Butler. Them and the, the, the VCU and the Butler teams in the Florida Gulf Coast that came out of nowhere in the NCAA tournament to make Final Four runs is, uh, is what makes college basketball in March so great. Here now, now he's with the now he went to Texas. He couldn't he didn't he did not do well in Texas. 
Okay, disappointing in Texas, ended up getting fired. Now he's in Marquette, he's in the Big East, and he and he seems to be be enjoying it, and, he, and he's got a good team this year, and he could make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. They're the favorite here. Like I said, the, the one seeds, though, they, they don't know fare very well. Because two years ago, again, it was a team out of nowhere. It was Georgetown and Patrick Ewing who just came out of nowhere and, went, and won this tournament. They, they had four days where they just... They, you know, they played out of their minds and they won the tournament and they went to the NCAA tournament. That was Patrick Ewing's crowning moment in his coaching career, which is going to end probably on Wednesday. Because he will, he, he's probably going to be out. Word is that Patino is kind of flirting with Georgetown. Patino, of course, at Iowa, one of the great coaches of all time has had issues with recruiting and everything like that. You know, he's, he's had his issues, but he's one of the, it, there's no doubt he's one of the great coaches of all time. At Kentucky, at Louisville, the, the thing, you know, he's, that, that's not even a question. The question is his ethics and, and the stuff that he's done with recruiting. But the way it is now, I mean, there's really no ethics anymore, right? I mean, you got coaches just poaching players off of, off of other teams. They're coming, they're coming for your players. They're recruiting players off of other schools. So that's, that's how, you know, that's why I think Jay Wright left. So he's now in the TV booth, CBS. We'll see him in the NCAA tournament. I don't know if he's a studio or if he is a color guy at the games. I don't know. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him do the games. We'll see. But Shaka Smart, good job at Marquette. Marquette's a good team. Okay, if Marquette plays its game, they could probably they should win this tournament. They get a tough draw because they're going to see UConn on Friday night in the semifinals if it gets that far. If those two teams win, it's going to be a UConn Marquette Friday night semifinal. Now the dream matchup, I think for for anybody that that doesn't have a horse in the race, if you don't have a school or if you're at Georgetown or St. John's like myself, where your team's going to going to be out Wednesday or Thursday. The dream matchup, and it sets up perfectly, they, they set it up perfectly, is you have a shot to get a Villanova-UConn Saturday night final at the Big East tournament. Villanova needs to win the tournament to get into the NCAAs. They don't have the resume to get in an at-large bid. They're 10-10. and 10. They're 16-15 and 15 overall. They, are, they were without Justin Moore, one of their best players, the heart and soul of that team. They were a Final Four team last year, brought back many of the same guys. Justin Moore missed three months. Villanova, for the first time all year, is healthy. They're playing well. Winners of six of eight coming in. They lost to UConn in the regular season finale Saturday. And we have a chance to get a UConn-Villanova Saturday night final where it's a must win for Villanova. A must win. UConn's going to get an at-large bid, especially if they make it to the final. They're 13 and 7, 24 and 7. They've had some quality wins. They won 5 in a row coming in here. They just beat Villanova Saturday night. UConn is is in. There's five teams that are in, like I said. Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, UConn, and Providence. And now out of those five teams, Providence is probably the the one that could go down first in this tournament. They lost by about 35 points 
last week. They got blown out. They are 13 and 7, 21 and 10 overall. Lost two in a row coming into this tournament. Ed Cooley is my favorite coach in America. I just don't see it for him this year in this tournament. Now, maybe you, you never know. Maybe they lose early in this tournament. He gets it right to the ship and they, they make a run in the, in the NCAAs. Last year, they made it to the Sweet 16. Okay. He's, a, he's one of the best coaches in America. He's got a great backstory, came from nothing. He's the Providence coach. He's been the Providence coach there forever. And he, and he just, he, he always gets it. Providence always makes runs, unexpected runs. That's what I look for in coaches. If you're a coach and your team is not expected to do much and you make a run, a lot of that is the coaching. And he's just my, he's just my favorite coach in America, Ed Cooley. But they, you know, they, they're just not playing well. They got run out of the gym, lost by 30, 35 points last week. And like I said, they've lost two in a row. The hottest teams coming in, Marquette, obviously, six-game win streak, and UConn. UConn's got a five-game win streak. DePaul, on the other end, has lost 12 in a row. They'll be out Wednesday, along with Georgetown and probably Butler. St. John's gets Butler. Now here's the deal with St. John's. They're not getting in either. St. John's wants to go to the tournament. They got to win. They got to run the table here and win win this championship. I don't see it happening. They don't have a great three point shooter. You need a three point shooter in today's game. They they don't rebound. They they're just not a very good team. They're a very average team. They were bad in the conference this year. Okay, seven and thirteen. Three games over five hundred overall. 17 and 14, they come in losers of two in a row. Now, if you want to look on the positive side for St. John's, they had Marquette. They came back from down 20 down. They had two free throws to tie the game with a under three seconds left the other day. The kid missed him. Of course he missed him because that's what St. John's does. They, they don't hit clutch shots. They haven't hit clutch shots since Ron Artest was on the team. You know? St. John's never does well in this tournament. They haven't done well in, in ages. Ages it's been since St. John's has done well. And they are just not, you know, they, they, they have the resources. I think Karnaseka, I think they got to redo Karnaseka. I mean, that's an old building. It's got some character to it. It's not a bad place to watch a game. But you, some of these schools have these nice arenas, like state-of-the-art arenas. And Karnaseka Arena is not that. You know, it's an old gym. It's an old gym that has wood bleachers. It just doesn't have the amenities. And if you're a kid coming who has never seen the Knicks be good until last night, basically, Madison Square Garden is not the draw it used to be. And they don't play as many games as they used to at Madison Square Garden. So St. John's has some figuring it out to do. I've heard things about Patino coming to St. John's. I think it's more likely he goes to Georgetown. That's just me. Ewing's going to be out. I don't know about Anderson. I think Anderson can go. You know, I think he's got to go. I think he's he's done everything he can for St. John's, and it's just not very good. You can't be 7-13 and 13 in the conference, be out of the, the, the NCAA tournament again. They went in a couple of years ago. They they bad. They played on the West Coast. They lost. 
So, you got that. Now, Xavier. Xavier is the two seed. 15-5 and five in the conference. 23-8 and eight overall. Come in winning three in a row. Okay? Xavier has four all-conference players. They got Bohm, Soli Bohm, 17 points a game. Colby Jones, who's a big three-point shooter. He hits 40% of his free throws. You got Jack Monge, 14 points a game, eight rebounds. They're, listen, Xavier's a tough team. They're going to be a tough out. Xavier's going to be playing Seton Hall probably on Thursday. And that game is, that's going to be a 7 o'clock game. Night session. It's going to be Xavier, Seton Hall, and then Creighton, Villanova. And Creighton Villanova is going to, and anytime Villanova plays in this tournament, that's going to be the marquee game of the day. Because it's just, they got all the pressure on them. It's now or nothing for Villanova. It, it's all or nothing for Villanova. They don't have a safety net. They aren't making an at-large bid. They need to win this tournament, and they're capable of doing it. They have the talent. It's just, it may be too little too late. It would have helped. They they would have helped to win if they got a win over UConn Saturday night in UConn. They couldn't do it. They don't have any quality wins, so they're not getting in with an at-large bid. They need to win this tournament. And like I said, the dream matchup, and that's what I'm picking: UConn Villanova Saturday night in the final. A must-win for Villanova. A hated rivalry, an old-school Big East matchup. That that that's what you're rooting for. Unless you went to one of these other schools, that's what I think you're rooting for. Now, I mean, Marquette Xavier would be a good game. It would, I'm sure, it would be a good game. But as far as New York City, Madison Square Garden, you know, hype game, crowd into it, a lot of alumni here. UConn and Villanova is the is the game you want to see. There's a ton of Villanova alumni in New York City. UConn fills the building whenever they play there. You know, they were like Syracuse. Syracuse used to fill the building. UConn filled the building. Say, you know who doesn't fill the building? St. John's. Because, like, I, why? I don't know. Probably because they don't have the championships that the rest of these guys had. You know, you had Bayheim, You had uh, Calhoun. You had Jay Wright. Villanova, Syracuse, and... UConn, and those are those are great. Those are good. The the McNamara run and the Kemba run, of course. You know, St. John's doesn't have to have stuff like that. You had the the Carmelo with Syracuse, the run that he made. You know, as a freshman winning the title. So those that's the Big East when I was growing up. Now my predictions for the for the for the tournament here for the Big East tournament. I'm going to go with, listen, St. John's going to beat Butler. I got St. John's. I got Seton Hall beating DePaul. These are the Wednesday games. And I got Villanova Georgetown. The only decent game on Wednesday, and it's probably why tickets are stuff up for $4, is because the only decent game is going to be the first one, 3 o'clock. It'll probably be the smallest crowd because people are still at work. But St. John's, Butler, that's going to be your only competitive game on Wednesday. Because DePaul is terrible. Seton Hall is going to run all over them. Seton Hall's not very good, but they are miles ahead of DePaul. And Georgetown doesn't stand a chance against Villanova. I say that and then watch watch you know, watch one of those two teams win. But that's the beauty of March. You have no idea. And people who know what they're talking about, like me who watch all season, 
you know, we end up last place in these picks because the opposite happens because you never know what's going to happen. And it's the beauty of March. We made it from the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl gap was shorter this year to these to to championship week. But once you're championship week, it's full steam ahead. Spring, my birthday, baseball, summer. It's all uphill from here. All uphill. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, on Thursday, Thursday, I will be there. Afternoon, day session, and the night session. The way to do it, that's the only way to do it on Thursday. You go to the day session, you go have dinner, drinks, and then back to the garden for the doubleheader at night session. And you're going to get, at noon, Marquette, let's say, against St. John's. So Marquette, St. John's, noon, Fox Sports 1. Marquette is going to run Mar- Marquette's going to run St. John's out of the building. St. John's can't can't they hung with Marquette yes last week. But twice you know twice in a week, I don't see it happening. I I don't. But you know, hey look, we didn't see it with the Knicks either with the Celtics, right? So, you never know. And again, March. So, 2:30 following the Marquette win over St. John's on Thursday afternoon at noon. You have UConn and Providence. It's a good game. But Providence is, they, these are just two teams going in opposite directions. Providence has not been playing well. They have lost two in a row. Lost six of eight. UConn is going in the exact opposite direction. UConn beat Villanova on the last day of the season. Five in a row. Now, if anybody can get their team together, fix what's wrong going into this game, it's Ed Cooley, and it's his team. Dan, Dan Hurley is another good coach, though. Okay? He's going to have his guys ready. He sees Villanova Saturday night as a possible matchup. I think UConn wins that game and advances to Friday night. And that sets up a, a, a really a marquee matchup for the first semifinal on Friday night. Marquette, the one seed. They'll be winners of eight, uh, seven in a row at that point against UConn, who is, who was number two in the country earlier in the season. They've been inconsistent, but lately they've been playing very well. So that that's that's going to be a big time semifinal Friday night. UConn Marquette, basically all chalk so far. Then you get the in the night session Thursday. 7 o'clock, after you've had dinner and drinks, you're back to the garden, in your seat, different seat usually. I get a different seat because I buy them off StubHub. Xavier against Seton Hall. Now, Seton Hall, you could see an upset here. I I don't think it's going to happen because Xavier's a better team. But Seton Hall surprises in this tournament a lot. And it wouldn't shock me if Seton Hall upset Xavier and gets to the semifinals. So I'm going to pick Seton Hall upsetting Xavier, number the two the two seed, getting to the semifinal Friday night, and then the fourth game of the day on Thursday, Creighton against Villanova. And I like Villanova in this one outright. Creighton is not a Creighton is not a bad team. Villanova has more talent than Creighton, with more. With Whitmore, with Dixon, 
Villanova is a better team now that they're healthy than Creighton is. Now, if you look at the record, you say I'm crazy. Villanova 10 and 10 in the conference, 16 and 15 overall. Creighton is 14 and 6, a top 20 team, 20 and 11 overall. I'm telling you, Villanova wins that game. Villanova into the final Saturday night. They need a win. Okay, they await the winner of UConn and Marquette. Okay, so UConn and Marquette in the semifinal. And it's going to be, and I'm sorry, UConn and Marquette in the semifinal and Creighton, and I'm sorry, and Seton Hall and Villanova. So you can get three of the, the you know, Big East teams. That's what I think is going to happen here. I think the East is going to kind of take it back a little bit. You're going to get Seton Hall, UConn, Villanova, all in the Friday night semifinal. That's my picks. I think UConn wins, and I think Villanova wins, and it sets up a dream matchup. Uh, uh, UConn-Villanova, Villanova needing the win on Friday and on Saturday to get into the NCAA tournament because they will not get in that large bid. And I think UConn beats them. <laughs> so all that, I think UConn beats them. I think UConn's a better team. I think Villanova, too little, too late. But the, the atmosphere at the Garden for that game will be off the charts. Now listen, it might never happen. It could very well be a Marquette Xavier Saturday night, which would be an excellent game. Don't get me wrong. It would be an excellent game, and it would be a good time. But if we could get UConn, Villanova for the title on Saturday night with Gus Johnson on the call, doesn't get any better than that. And it doesn't get any better than the Big East tournament. Now, they also have this year, the regionals are at the Garden. So you get the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8 being played at the Garden. That's another thing to look forward to if, you know, if you're somebody who, uh, you know, looking for college basketball and is into getting tickets and going to the games, the regionals are great. The regionals are great to go to. I like it better than the, the first round. The first round is good. You get the upsets. I went to the first round one year at about eight years ago at the Barclays. And it was good. But you know what you don't see? You don't see all the other games going on. Because you're at you're at the one of the sites, so you're watching the game live. You don't have the TV, they're switching. So you kind of miss a little bit of the, the tournament itself. That's why I think the regionals is better. That's going to be a real hot ticket. You get the Sweet 16 and the Elite 8. Somebody will punch their ticket to the Final Four this year at Madison Square Garden. So I got Final Saturday night, UConn over Villanova. Villanova comes up just short of the NCAA tournament. They do not get in that large bid. They made a good run, and that's the way I see it happening. Uh, and like I said, the other team, Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, and Providence will still all get in. They'll still all be in the, the field of 68. They'll still all hear their name called on Selection Sunday. And Championship Week. Championship Week is really, I mean, I love the Big East one. It's my favorite thing to go to. I go to all the time. But it's really about the, those mid-major conferences, the one-bid conferences. You know, you got a team like Hofstra. 
Hofstra's an excellent team. They're probably they they're probably a top twenty team, top twenty five team in the country. If they don't win that conference tournament, they're not going to get in. It it's iffy. They're on the bubble, but there's a lot like that. Iona and Patino. Patino needs to win his. Needs to win the MAC. So, keep an eye out for that championship week. Watch watch these games because you'll see. You know, it'll help you with the bracket next week. We're gonna do brackets. We'll do a bracket pool again, like we did last year. But watch the games. Championship week is great, and especially when it's the mid majors. You get these these two thousand people packed into this little gym with a. a a trip to the NCAA tournament on the line. There's nothing better. And, you know, just the heartbreak and the elation of the winners. And it's, it's great. It's great stuff. As far as the big conferences go, you know, stuff like you got a five team, you know, you're going to have five teams going. Like Creighton doesn't need to win this tournament. But Iona needs to win their tournament. Hofstra needs to win their tournament. Stony Brook needs to win their tournament. And those are the guys that, you know, that's where the Cinderella and that's what makes March great. So it all starts Wednesday, 3 o'clock, FS1, Gus Johnson on the call. FS1, the whole tournament, sat until Saturday night. Saturday night, it gets on the, uh, the big network, Fox, at 6.30. That'll be your championship. I'll be there Thursday. If you see me, say hello. If you want to go, get in touch with me. I'm all down for going with people, meeting up for drinks, whatever we do. So that pretty much does it for us. And the Big East Tournament preview, I got UConn over Villanova in the finals. I'm sure it won't happen, but if we get it, it'll be a great Saturday night. We'll talk to you Friday night, everybody. I'm Bob Walters. See ya.